What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Moose Milk Podcast, episode 61. I'm your host, Ryan. Gonna wait for Mr. At Customs by Matthew to join us. But I uh, hope everybody's doing well. Hope everybody's had a great week. Um, tonight we'll be talking about The Batman. Spoiler cast. Review. Discussion. Whatever you want to talk about. Um, yeah, we'll give our brief thoughts before we jump into kind of more of our spoiler-filled thoughts. But that's what this episode will mostly focus on. So if you have not seen The Batman, be prepared. Uh, we will be talking about it in spoilery uh, manner. So if you don't want any spoilers, don't don't don't, don't stay. Watch The Batman. Come back tomorrow. Come back next week after you've seen it. And then you can listen to the episode then, you know. Um, I see Master's joined. Just going to wait for his uh, request to join. And we'll go from there. Hopefully it works, because Instagram keeps changing. The way in it, 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 uh, it works. Some days, there it goes. Request to join, and then other days, no. Pops up in the bottom in a weird little icon. Don't like it. And there he is. Mr. <laughs> He's dancing. He's having a good time. Look at him go. Full of energy. Full That's of right. energy. That's right. You know it. Oh, buddy. You know. Just live live in, live in the dream, baby. Live in the dream. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, naturally, naturally. I've been so fucking busy. It's just so annoying. I... You, you gotta stop, man. You, you just gotta stop it. So we, so our office, like we have. Did I tell you about the strike yet? No, no, right? Hi, Tac Tac. Oh. How's it going, man? Um. So yeah, so like our office, we have like office staff who like. I won't say too much, but like they're part of a union and they're striking. I don't know exactly like all the details, but are you not part of the union? No, because I'm in okay. management. So like we're like the retail Separate. team isn't. So like my specialists aren't either or anything. But because they do like all the bill paying, all the payroll, yep. uh, like we all have to now go in and do it. So it's like <laughs> we're doing like other people's jobs and then our jobs too. Because it's like we Great. can't not pay our bills, and we definitely can't not pay our staff, right? So, see, I'm I'm, I'm very pro union, but um, yeah, that that makes it a tricky situation when you are part of a um, a team that part of you are not union and part of you are union. You still have to do your job, despite the fact that you are possibly in support of the people that are on strike and it makes it very complicated so yeah i try especially because i like i don't really know any of it like i don't know yeah. anything about it so it's like it's fine and like to me it's like i get it but at the end of the day like they're gonna do their thing and that's fine but it's like yeah, yeah. i'm not gonna be on either side because i don't know either side so it's like there's no point in talking about it you know what i mean sure 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 so, but yeah, the, yeah, the shitty part is, is now we're having to do the work, right? So it's, yeah, yeah. and we have like new store opening and I have like a million price changes and it's just, yeah. Inflation. Man, it's, 
crazy. Like I was just so thinking the other day that it's like my price increases have like have gone up like from sixty a month to a hundred and fifty a month, easy. Yeah. And they're well, I all know. Like big increases too. They're all like you know ten percent, fifteen percent. Like all the Loblaw stores in, in, I don't know if it's it's Canada wide or just in Ontario, but they're all, no, none of them are carrying Frito Lay chips I anymore. Heard about that. Yeah, the price increase, and like, I mean, I don't understand it in any way because I'm like, everything has gone up in price, so why are yeah. you making a stand on Frito Lay and not every other company in the world? But they're probably trying to take advantage of the situation, maybe. But I don't know. I don't, I, I, I mean, I'm just like, everything's being inflated right now, like everything, so it's like... I do think that there is a level of greed in that, though. Like, I do think, you know, like, even in my job, right, again, I don't, I won't say a lot about it, but it's like, no. I've had no. some vendors who, um, you know, they'll send me a, a 10% price increase, and then three months later, they'll send me another 10%. Like, I've had some stuff that's not doubled, but, like, pretty close to doubled in 16 months. Yeah. So hey BC Sasquatch, what up, buddy? What's up, man? Um, so yeah, so that's brutal. Like, so I mean, everything. Like, I just say to them, I'm just like, that's pretty extreme, don't you think? Like, yeah. I mean, I look at it too as like, it wouldn't be as bad if everything was the same, like, um, pack size as it used to be. Yeah, and then they'll increase the price, but everything's gone down in like pack size or, or like gram value or whatever yeah. and then they're increasing the price double fold it's like the thing that you used to get 24 of well you now get 16 of and we're tripling the price it's like all right come on <laughs> bc sasquatch says two dollars i was just gonna say that gas went up to here for the highest in canada ever two dollars a liter today yeah we're at a dollar 65 right now that's insane man yeah remember like well, you probably don't really. Well, you probably pay enough attention because you're on the road. Oh yeah, I remember gasping like 88 cents. I was gonna say, I remember we were people were bragging about filling up at like 75 cents a liter, and I was like, man, that was like a year ago or a year and a half ago. What the fuck? Oh, it's, it's ridiculous. Like, it's funny don't too when you see open my edible. So yeah, it's all good, bud. Um, <laughs> when you see like the Americans and they're like, oh, it's almost four dollars a gallon here. I'm like. Dude, it'd be like six dollars a gallon here right now. Like it's 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 a time and a half, if not double, what yeah, you're paying in America. Crazy. Like it's insane. It is insane. So yeah, I don't know. I feel like there's definitely some greed going on there, but I guess but that's uh, corporations. Yeah, that's what I mean. All corporations are greedy. I mean, my company I work for is greedy. Your company you work for is greedy. Like every company is greedy. They all want profit and. Yeah. It sucks because it, it hurts everybody. And especially people that are in my boat that make not a great living wage. Um, your dollar stretches that far left. And food increases takes a huge chunk of your uh, paycheck, you know? So, yeah. It sucks. Well, it's even like um, me and Kate were saying that, like, you know, go back to before the pandemic and our grocery prices were like, uh, you know, probably like for a week for the two of us, we probably spent like 120 bucks, maybe something like that. And like to now it's like 180, 
sometimes even yeah, like 200 sure. if we get like meat like a good amount of meat and stuff too right like I, she doesn't eat a lot of meat but like if i'll if i pick up something because yeah. it's on sale or something you know but like totally i remember crazy. when oh i can't give out too much information because company wise but back in the day i worked at a different store than the company the store i work at now and i remember that like steaks would go on sale and i get like a three pack of like strip loin steaks for like 12 dollars yeah that's and crazy. now it goes on sale and it's like 29 bucks and i'm like okay <laughs> that's not even a sale like that's yeah, just really. pricing now regular price it's like yeah you can get a three pack of strip loin steak it's gonna cost you 50 dollars and i'm like I, I, that's a pass like no like you know? sticker shock happened to me when i moved to bc because like yeah. i came so for anybody who yeah everything's know, more expensive up there yeah me and ryan know each other from we used to work together in a grocery store so in ontario in ontario so when i moved out here and worked in a grocery store here i was like what the fuck this shit is expensive but even when you when you showed me like okay i haven't been out there in what probably six years yeah probably maybe even longer than that yeah eight years okay eight years let's say and you showed me some grocery stores out there and i was like this is fucking stupid like how is anybody living out here like i remember you showing me at one store and there was like eggs for like 950 and i'm like what is happening like (laughs) and now my organic eggs are like nine dollars and i'm like this is stupid like, you guys have basically just caught up. That's where that's where I was basically yeah. going. Was like when I came out here, it was already expensive. Way it was like totally. what you're what you're describing as your experience was what my experience was when I moved out here. Because so I was like, at home, this cost three dollars. Here, it costs totally. seven. <laughs> it's like yeah, it it's no it's wild, man. Yeah, it's it's not good, and wages are so stagnant that it's just yeah, it's bad. It's not good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, BC Sasquatch says basic things at Toys R Us. Oh yeah, so this is even. I think I've said this to you, Ryan, a couple times. But uh, for action figures, basic figures now are forty dollars. GI Joe, Black Series, and Legends. And then, like, if you go back like two years ago, they were thirty dollars. So in like yeah. in two years, they've jumped ten dollars. That's video games too, though. Like video games used to be fifty nine ninety nine. They jumped to sixty nine ninety nine. Now they're seventy nine ninety nine. And then plus tax, you're looking at like literally about ninety dollars for a new video game, that's and it's crazy, like, man. and it's that's the basic video game. Like now they have say, you don't even get the you usually don't even no. get the completed game at that point. <laughs> well, it's not even that. It's like they they release it in like packages now, so it's like the basic package will be ninety dollars, and then they'll have a deluxe de, uh, deluxe a package. Deluxe. I try to say package and deluxe together. A deluxe package for ninety nine ninety nine, and then they'll have like an ultimate edition for like a hundred and thirty dollars. And I'm like, I'm not spending a hundred and thirty dollars on a new video game. Like you're fucking high, dude. Like, not happening. But so, it goes back to the the action figure thing. Like, it's perfectly timed. Like, to, right before we just did, we I started up here. Uh, I opened a new figure that came in the mail today. I got back a Cobb Vance from The Mandalorian. Yep. In the in the Boba Fett armor. And yep. they market it as a deluxe figure, which doesn't yep. make any sense because he he even has parts that are like reused on him. It's forty dollars, no forty five dollars for him. And he doesn't do he's the only reason he's a deluxe is because they said he has 
premium pain applications, which he doesn't. <laughs> and it's, yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. And it's just like, that's, see, that's the kind of stuff where like, where I can control myself, I'll pull away. So it's like yeah. them doing that kind of, as soon as they started doing that shit, I'm like, okay, I'm only going to pick up those few things that are on the list that like, I really need to have as part of my collection. Yeah, but, totally. like, I'm going to stop buying everything from them because it's just like, it doesn't make sense to anymore. Like vinyl records, man. Yeah, when I started oh collecting God. vinyl, they were 20 bucks a vinyl, like a single album vinyl. Now they're basically like 30 to 35 a single vinyl. And a double album is like 45 to 50. Like it's, it's, it's stupid. And it's a lot of money. Yeah. It's just, it sucks. Like, I mean, Welcome to old man corner because I feel like we're like our parents now. We're like, when I was a kid, we were eating penny candies. But like, <laughs> I used to buy a Slurpee for 81 cents. Exactly. But like, do you remember when we were like in Windsor? Uh, we could go to the movies on Tuesdays for $4 on Hell every yeah. Tuesday. And it was like, holy shit. We, I seen the Batman tonight. It cost me $17. Like, I'm like, I did D box is- and it cost me 26 yeah, D box here is I think twenty one fifty. I think yeah. stupid. D box for this movie. I won't go into this too much yet, but I'll definitely forget. Was so fun with all of like the motorcycle parts and stuff because it. Be yeah. like, mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. So when you come down for Easter, we should go see a movie. I don't know what the fuck's out at that point, and I will give D box one more chance with you because i hate dbox it makes me motion sick as fuck but you love dbox i love dbox so i will give it one more shot for you i don't know what we can see in late april it's a shame you were down for when fucking uh dr strange came out yeah great we'll see something together i don't know we'll find a night we'll find something to watch and we'll watch a rom-com and we'll get box seats (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the only motion is when they're having sex in the rom-com yeah <laughs> i just spilled beer all over myself yeah we're good. good job yeah um all right <laughs> let's get to an actual topic anything you want to talk about that you watched this week before we jump into the batman yeah uh i watched um i forgot to mention it last week but i we ended up we, we started watching uh that tom and pammy pam and Tommy show oh. or whatever. On Disney Pam and Tommy, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Have you seen any of it? I haven't watched any of it. I'm aware of what it's about, but um, I haven't. I haven't seen any of it. No. It's pretty good. We're only on. Yeah. I think two. I think we're only two episodes in. This week we didn't watch anything because we again I worked all weekend. Yeah, all yeah. week and she worked all week. Um, but yeah, it was it was um it was pretty good. I liked it. So Seth Seth uh, Rogan's in it too. Oh really? Yeah, I didn't know he that. Plays, he plays like one of the carpenters who is like redoing uh, uh, Tommy Lee's like sex room or whatever. <laughs> oh wow! It's I can have a sex room. Well, you'll be able to hear all about it if you watch the show because it's. I'll check it out. I uh, I know about it, and it was supposed to be really good. And what's his face from uh, fucking Falcon is in it, right? But that's right. From Marvel, yeah, what, Sebastian what, Stan plays Sebastian uh, Stan. Tommy Lee, and yeah. uh, and the girl I can't remember the girl who plays Pam, but like man, the prosthetics they use for them 
like they look just like they Pamela like looks just like Pamela. It's crazy, man. It's so weird because like do kids even know who these people are now? I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't think it's meant for kids because there's definitely dicks and boobs in it. So like it was such our era of like Baywatch, like late 80s, early 90s of like, holy shit, this is on television, boob central. And then you flip over and you'd watch like fucking Attitude Era WWF and you just like fucking bra and panty matches in like fucking WWF. And it was just like, holy shit, you get this on television now. It's like fucking softcore porn. I know. Crazy. So yeah, so we watched that, and I didn't get the Peacemaker this week. Uh, I need to talk to you about your crazy. Yeah, I'll send you the link tonight. Yeah, you have to remind me though, because I, I will forget will. about it. Thirty seconds. I will. Uh, and I uh, came up in my Spotify feed. Have you heard the new Avril Lavigne album? No, no. It's good. Inter- I mean, not all of it's good, and there's some pretty like cringy lyrics. But there's a song with Mark Hoppus, and it's like. Mark Hoppus lyrically or Mark Hoppus like I think like it's just lyrics but oh he's in oh. it like he sings in it like okay. he's in it like he's actually on the track nice but like she's under she's like with Travis and Machine Gun Kelly right now too right so she's in that whole little like reborn yep. pop punk thing they got going on right now I'm telling you man pop punk's coming back I love it but I don't like, necessarily love this style of pop punk as much. It's not the same as old. Like it kind of reminds me. I always kind of do pop punk in like different waves. It's like there's like the it, mainstream pop punk, like Blink and Green Day and Simple Plan, and then there's like the pop punk that existed the same time as that, but it just wasn't mainstream and it's like not as catchy and not as polished. And then there's the shit that came after it, which is like all time low. It's kind of like the totally. second wave of pop punk. Second wave. Yeah. This this yeah. is more like. A continuation of the second wave of pop punk. Like I don't really yeah. compare it to like Starting Line and MXPX and like totally. it's very very different. But yeah, it's actually a pretty I, good album. I've I've been listening to it the last day or so, and it's like it's pretty good. Not all, um, good, but there's some good tracks on it. Like so, uh, I saw that like out <laughs> Las Vegas, that Las Sorry. Vegas, um, uh, whatever that pop punk festival is that's coming to Vegas. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so that that happened, and then a uh, bar that's downtown by me now that um, I I, I don't know. it's called Meteor. You're not going to know where it is, but it's like an upstairs bar. Yep. It's across from Fog Lounge. If you remember Fog, yeah, um, yeah. So there's a bar there now across the street that they have like a bunch of live shit going on, and they're having like Warp Tour uh, revival nights. What? Every like month, where they're just gonna have like a, a local band play like 2000 oh. era pop punk, and I'm like, what? I'm fucking stoked. Yeah, so I'm telling you, pop, pop punk's coming back like big, like it's definitely gonna come back big. Like Dashboard Confessional yeah. just released a new album uh, oh, last week or the week before. I saw that pop up. Yeah, I was gonna look. It's it fine, it but it's so 2000 era pop punk. Like it's so Dashboard. No, I guess it's not really pop-punk, but, like, whatever it's you want. Emo, emo pop, pop, 2000s dashboard. It's spot on to, like, uh, you know, a mark emission of uh, whatever that fucking album is. It's spot on. It's, it's right there. Nice. Then, again, yeah. then again, you need to be quiet, dog. Um, but, yeah, you should check out that Avril Lavigne album. It's pretty good. At least check out the Mark Hoppus song. It's really catchy. No, I'll definitely check it out. 
BC Sasquatch above said, uh, where we are. Remember when Edge and Lita had sex in the ring <laughs> in the Raw? And I totally 100% remember that because I, I was in love with Lita. But <laughs> as a 13, 14 year old boy, I was like, holy shit, Lita is the sexiest woman alive and I am in love with her. I just thought it so, was cool because she had her thong hanging out of her. 100%. Yeah, she wore like cargo pants with her thong straps hanging up above her pants. And I was like, that is the hottest thing that's ever happened to me as a 14 year old boy. <laughs> so, that's funny. 100%. Remember that? Appreciate that. That was the best era of wrestling that there ever has been or will be. I agree. It's cool because I uh, I follow some like one of my buddies stopped doing like comic customs and started doing wrestling ones, and then he started sharing people doing wrestling ones, and I would like watch them and or I would like see their work, and it takes me back to when I was a kid. I'm like, oh my god, I remember when I used to collect the toys, the wrestlers when I was a kid too. Like my love for toys has been forever. It's like <laughs> yeah. Crazy. But I, I see what they have now, and I'm so jealous. I'm just like, oh man, they have so much cool stuff. They have like classic oh. Hulk Hogan with like hands that you can do the. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, I remember as a kid having those rubber wrestling figures. Me too. The LJNs. I I I don't know. It was like early '90s. I had like Hulk Hogan and like I don't know, maybe like Andre the Giant. I don't know who else I had. I had like five or six of them, and I we had a yard sale, and I sold them all for a quarter, <laughs> and I regret that. It's terrible because I didn't know the value of money, and I was like, "Yeah, a quarter is a lot of money. I'm going to take a quarter." And I know I used my I used my collections to sell. I would sell them so I could start a new collection. That's what I would do when I was a kid. Yeah. So it's like I had I never really got to hang on. There like a few odds and sods. Like I have a couple of like Toy Biz Marvel figures that were like I bought when I was a kid and I think I probably have a bin full of wrestlers. That was the last thing I collected before I stopped collecting the first time. Like at my mom's house, I think. Yeah, like so many people did that with video games too, where you'd have like an SNES collection of games and then you'd sell it all so you could buy like N sixty four or something like that. You trade them all in. Yep. And it was just like Fuck, like I didn't ever did that, but like so many people would have like dope fucking video game collections right now if they didn't trade all their shit in. Yeah, I had I had great I had good video game game collections as well because I got super into a Super Nintendo and I had so many fucking games, man. I had a lot of games for every system I ever had, but Super Nintendo I had tons of games. And you traded it in. Yeah, I would just trade them all amongst friends Like once I stopped playing them. I, I was pretty good at kind of recycling them. That part actually wasn't bad because I was usually getting another game for it. Like Usually when I traded a video game, it was for a video game. I know this sounds super like fucked up in a weird way, but <laughs> I would love to like date a girl who like was gaming as a kid that just didn't appreciate it and like put it in a bin as a child. And then, like, all of a sudden, she's like, oh, yeah, like, I got, like, a Super NES with every video game ever in a bin in my parents' basement. And then I just get that. <laughs> that would be dope. That would be good. I'd be happy for you if that happened. Or if I found, like, some random old blockbuster that just had a shit ton of DVDs in it of old, like, 
blockbuster movies, I would that would make me the happiest person ever. Man, honestly, that's the one one of the few things that convenience wise I miss. Like, although I do like being able to like rent something on my couch, totally. I do like I won't try anything new. Like, like there's no I won't when I'm looking for something to watch. It's like that was when I would like try new like try something different or hundred you know percent I mean? like. I, I wouldn't do that with streaming stuff. It's like, I don't do it with Netflix. I don't do it with anything really. Like it's just, yeah. if it doesn't come recommended, I'm not really going to look at it usually. But I literally would go to Blockbuster like once a week after work and just walk across the street, go to Blockbuster, look at whatever was like the new movie that they had for sale. I'd buy like seven movies. I'd go home and watch all seven all weekend. And then like that repeat, 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 repeat every weekend. Like I did that forever. And that doesn't exist anymore, you know? Yep. Yep. Um, what did you watch this week? <laughs> yeah, we're still doing that. Um, we are still doing that. I finished Laugh Out Loud, uh, Last One Laughing, yeah. whatever the fuck it's called. And? Um, good. Yeah, it's funny. I, I enjoyed it. The last two episodes came out yesterday. Really good. Really funny. Uh, in total? Six. six. Um, what else did I fucking watch? I just watched Batman 89 after the Batman, just because oh, I was fucking in a Batman movie. Nice. Fan, mood, whatever. So, um, yeah, I watched that. Um, that's basically it. I honestly didn't watch much this week. I played a lot of video games. Um, nice. What did you play? Horizon Zero Dawn, or Forbidden West, I'm still playing. Uh, so I'm like 40 hours into that. Um, Goddamn. Really good, really good, really really enjoying it. Um, the problem with that game is the climbing aspect of the game is really fucked up and broken. But other than that, I'm really enjoying the game. I really recommend it. It's a really cool story, really cool oh, graphically. Hey, I need to leave for one second. I'm really sorry. I have to just go get my dog. He's running loose. No care. I'll be right back. You can finish up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's all good. Um, what else did I watch? I watched um, the first season of Love is Blind because I watched the second season first, which I know is weird, but watched that season. That show is fucked up and makes me totally realize that I can never date anybody ever because if that's the way dating is, I'm screwed. Um, that show is fucked. And then I obviously watched the Love is Blind season two reunion today. And that was a fucking wild ass reunion. So if you have not seen that, I recommend it because that's probably the craziest. Oh shit! It's a dog party. Uh, dancing, dancing. Um, if you're not watching the video feed, right come on, yeah, yeah. If you're not watching the video feed of this mo- of this podcast, you just missed a dash town dog party. And, um, yeah, I, I mean, what can I say? You, you fucked up. You're not watching the video feed. Um, but yeah, Love is Blind season two reunion was really good. Really fucking nuts. I mean, it's a garbage ass show. It's a trailer park on fire, but, um, it's a great reunion. So I recommend that. Um, other than that, did not watch much this week. I play a lot of video games and, Oh yeah, and I finished the friends apartments up there. I saw that. That looks good. Yeah. Um, you it, it on your shelf though, right? The one the no, it's, it's about 
26 inches long and my shelves are 24 inches apart. So, Bummer. yeah, it doesn't fit exactly. And I would have to separate it into three shelves and I don't want to do that. So it's just, yeah. Did you, uh, did you just like take that part that connects them apart and just put them on separate shelves? Well, I just took the piece that connects them and put it behind it. And then I just oh, put the okay. two apart beside each other because gotcha. it works that way. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's really cool. It's, if you haven't seen it, follow me on Instagram at Blue Smoke Media. You can see the Friends Apartments and all the other Lego builds I've done. Um, your live on Wednesday was really good. No, it wasn't really good. It was the worst one so far. It's No, I liked I it. Was, no, it was, I mean, it was good once you got there and Pretzelgrass was there. You two were the ones keeping me company. But for the first like hour, the first 20 minutes was me just getting frustrated because my airbrush wasn't working. And then uh, nobody came in, which is fine, because I was literally just painting 50 pieces gray. Like, it was so... I wish I could have timed it better, because the next night I did this awesome skin tone, and I'm like, wish I could have fucking shown that, because, like, that was actually something that's, like, involved and not just mindless fucking spraying. So, try that. I don't know. I enjoyed it. I, I like talking to pretzel grass, so... Yeah, pretzel grass is good stuff. I like them. Um, we should talk about... My man. Batman boy. Yeah. Raw bat to bat and bat. All right. So before we get into spoilers, just our brief uh, overall thoughts, our opinions, no spoilers on the Batman. So if you have not seen the Batman, we're just going to give our thoughts and then we'll get into We'll We'll let you know when we jump into spoilers. What were your thoughts? What did you think? Shit was fucking awesome. Perfect. I also agree. The movie was <laughs> fucking fantastic. I knew you I would loved like it. it. Um, it made me want to buy every DC toy available that it's in regards to Batman. You don't want to do that. Trust me. <laughs> DC well, that was my question stuff. was what DC brand is actually good for toys? Because, well, that's sucks. The expensive ones are good. So if you want to spend $100, those ones are good. But I don't want to spend $100. Then nothing. There's no well, option. You can buy McFarland, but the McFarland stuff's dog shit. Well, fuck me, right? Um, yeah, I love the movie. I think it's phenomenal. It's my second favorite Batman movie. I think it's a little below The Dark Knight, but um, overall, I very much enjoyed it. Um, I think Robert Pattinson is a fantastic Batman. Me too. Um, I love the direction of the movie. It's gritty. It's grounded. It's very, very solidly done. It's, um, has its own tone. It has its own direction style. It's, I wouldn't compare it to really any other of the Batman movies. It's just kind of had its own style. Um, I said that to Kate and I said, it's weird because it seems like every Batman movie kind of is the same, it's, but it's just like different varying levels of silliness. And I said, this is the first one that, like, I didn't feel that way. Like, don't get me wrong. It's still Batman, and it still has its a lot of the similarities. But, like, in terms of how the story plays out in this one, I thought it was, like, pretty unique to itself. Like, I never, I don't feel like we've gotten this version of Batman before. And I no. like, and this is coming from somebody who knows nothing about Batman. <laughs> I just know the basics that you learn from being a, from watching various Batman things over the years. Like as a it's very grounded, fan. yeah, yeah, it's, it's very, very grounded. Very grounded. It has so like 
Christopher Nolan's movies definitely were like a grounded take on Batman, but it still had the very tech heavy aspects of Batman. Yeah. Um, I would say this has more of like a gothic vibe towards like the Tim Burton Batmans mm. in style, but it's very, very grounded to the point of like, um, not being super tech heavy. Like it's yeah, very realistic that. in what Batman could achieve as a normal human being. Like I, obviously he's still wealthy, but it, it brings it very down to earth of like, there's no real, crazy aspect of this movie where you're like no no man could do this like that's yeah. absurd like it's very realistic yeah uh i i agree with that i was actually talking to somebody else and we were talking about villains and i said you know it's kind of a bummer that we're not getting like a villain that we've never seen before like on tv but then i was like you kind of think about it though and it's like i don't know if like a killer croc or uh man that could like exist in this this type of world like it would it would immediately take away the thing that it's like they're striving for which is to be like grounded and like really set yeah. in real i'm obviously not set in realism but like you, you know what I mean, you know what i mean right it's more like believable that someone could just do this rather than like here's this like full molded bodysuit that's like yeah. i mean i would say this is the most realistic take on batman ever like it's, i agree it's very down to earth. It's very like, yes, if we had a very, very corrupt city and a wealthy man decided like, hey, I've had enough of this. I'm going to go in the streets and like kind of fight crime. This is the take of that. Like, it's not anything where it's like, all right, he's driving a car up the side of the fucking building. And like, you know, he's got every tech piece ever imaginable. Like, no, it's very like glued together done at home tech wise like yeah. it's very like the car is just a car that's kind of souped up like it's, i love the car i love yeah the, the car. car is gorgeous amazing so cool yeah um even like catwoman isn't obviously in the movie like sexy but like also very realistic and down to earth like she's just a cat burglar she's not like some you know woman that got eaten by cats like in the michelle pfeiffer version or like you know, she's just basically a chip on a white cat. Is that what happens well, to Michelle Pfeiffer? I haven't seen Batman Returns in forever. Yeah, like she gets all her cats like start licking her blood or something, and they like she gets like cat DNA or something. Like it's ridiculous. Uh, that's great. Yeah, it's um, it's down to earth, and I like it. I and mean, even like um, the Riddler is like very based off of uh, the Zodiac Killer. It's very realistic. That. It's very like cryptic, but like something that could definitely exist in this timeline yeah. like you could see it being a part of our normal day life oh like, my god dude it, it felt like it felt like right now especially i won't we shouldn't get into that yeah. yet actually i'll save that for spoilers but like, i don't want to spoil anything but yeah it feels like it could exist today yeah feels like we literally just saw this <laughs> totally and, <laughs> not not um, that but yeah oh yeah yeah, I, I mean, Alfred's in it, and he does have, like, a cool little different take on it a little bit. Yeah, um, I agree. I thought it was good as well. Yeah, I mean, I like without getting into spoilers, I would say it's really, really good. Me too. So, we need to do spoilers, because I have, we want to talk about lots of stuff. Yeah. So, so, spoilers, if you have not seen the Batman, leave we now. Should get, 
We should get a hat that says spoilers, and then when we're talking spoilers, we can wear the hats that say spoilers. Spoilers on the back. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, so anybody that's here now that is not wanting Batman spoilers, leave now, come back later, finish the podcast after you've seen the Batman. Before this I is your last warning. Batman, did, yeah. did yours have the trailer for Nope? Yes, it looks terrible. Really? I think it looks crazy. I was watching, I was like, what the fuck? Uh, I thought it looked awful. I think it looks as bad as us. But you don't, do you, have you liked any of his horror movies or no? Oh, I love the first one. Okay. Um, Get Out, I thought was phenomenal. I, like um, I didn't like Us, though. But I us was terrible, and this looks just as bad as Us. I think this one looks pretty cool. But, yeah. Okay, anyways, we had us, we had uh, Doctor Strange. I don't remember what the third one was. We had another trailer too, but I don't remember. Doctor, we had Doctor Strange. I missed the first trailer, but Doctor Strange. I came in right at the end of Doctor Strange, and then when I sat down, there was Nope, and then it was the movie. There. So, uh, all right, spoilers. Spoilers. Right, where do you want to start? Oh man, I don't know. Um, fuck, I just loved even that opening scene halloween night and like that fight yeah. in the subway like man yeah. I, like i knew that that's how it was gonna open kind of something with like gangs in the street or like in a subway or like in an alley where it's yeah. kind of like all closed off and he had to fight multiple people that's what i figured we would kind of start with and yeah. sure enough it did but man it was great it was so good now in the best way possible to say this and i don't know how to say this that doesn't come off as like fucked up, but it reminded me a lot of Batman and Robin in the fact that like the gang's faces were all like white and like, and I think it's Batman and Robin, but it could be, uh, uh, what's the third one? Oh, uh, forever. Forever. It could be dark Knight or Batman forever. Um, Batman and Robin are like fighting in the streets and the gang has like glow in the dark white paint on their face and shit. And I'm like, this totally reminds me of that, but like in the best way possible, where it's like gritty as fuck, and it's like way more realistic and not cartoony. Like it's like you definitely could tell like the one guy had like half his face painted, and you could tell like it was like an initiation pro- like yeah. for him yeah. to be in the gang, and like Batman's taking fucking gunshots to the chest, and like it's crazy. It, dude. It finally. Yeah, it's just so realistic, and like this is finally the Batman where I'm like, yes, gang members would be shooting him in the fucking body, a hundred percent, and it's yeah. never really been that. Like, it's never had that. Yeah, I, I, uh, I like it. Oh, Jason M. Lawton says so. Robert Pattinson was good. Okay, so like, let's just get this right off our bat right off, right away. Like, where do you rank him for Batman's? Because like my second me, favorite. Like I actually, he's my he's my favorite Batman we've had so far. He's he it's beats great. he beats uh, what's his name for me? Bale, Christian Bale for me. Christian Bale is always going to be my favorite because I think, uh, I think Batman Begins and Dark Knight is like Batman real is really awesome. really solid movies. Um, differently stylistically, like they're just very different movies. But um, Robert Pattinson's fantastic as Batman. He, he is so very good. very good. Especially as like a year two Batman, like it, he just has that youthful look. Yeah, that's like early twenties. Um, yeah, it just really, really well. It, it just works really well. I, I, I love agree. him. I agree. I liked him as Bruce too. 
I like yep. this take of Bruce where he's not like a playboy. He's no, like a shut, he's a shut in, and he's like they they based him off of Kurt Cobain. I totally see that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's very grungy. He's very yeah. gritty. He looks dirty a lot of the times. It looks like he hasn't showered like in like a week slept. and a half. Yeah. It looks like he hasn't slept. Like he still has like makeup on the side of his face and shit half the time, or he's dirty. Like he's very very not the Bruce Wayne that's going to go pick up chicks at a bar, Bruce yeah. Wayne, playboy millionaire. Like he's very much like a lonely, um, sad emo Bruce Wayne, but it works. It works so well. The thing is, is like, it's funny because in one in like comparing him to Christian Bale, my other kind of favorite movie, Batman is like, yep. they're both serious in the sense that like Batman is the main identity, even though like, Bruce is the face but like I like this version because it's like you can tell that that's the case it's like he clearly doesn't want to be part of society and it's like if he doesn't have to be and he can just be Batman it's like even when he does Bruce stuff it's like oh you're dressed up to go out and he's like oh yeah I gotta look into this case or whatever right yeah yeah. It, it really feels like he feels like society has fucked him over because of the loss of his parents and he holds that against society. He doesn't want to be a part of their society because he's, yeah. he's mad at them. He's, he's upset by the fact that it took his parents. So it's, it's very much, um, an emo Bruce Wayne. Like it, it just, he's very sad. He's very depressed the entire movie. He looks like he doesn't want to talk to anybody. Like he's just, yeah, he, he's, he's a depressed Bruce Wayne. It, Yep. He doesn't even use his wealth for anything, really, in the no. movie. Like, it's never like he's out there like, I'm going to buy this hotel or like anything yeah, exactly. like that. Like, That's what I mean. It was like, yeah, I, I got that. Christ- I did buy into the fact that Christian Bale, his yeah. Batman was his per- his main persona. But it's like, as the playboy, he like played the part. Right. And it's like, sure. I love this version that like doesn't want anything to do with it. Like even that part at the beginning where they're like, Oh, you're gonna have breakfast with the investors, and he's like, "I don't fucking care. Like, if I can't, yeah. do, if I can't make any change, then I don't fucking give a shit. Like, I don't fucking totally. care about it." And I'm just like, "Oh my god, I fucking love this." <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. I totally agree. Uh, Jason M. Lawton in the chat said, uh, "Does this have any real connection to the extended universe? Like, what Earth does this take place on?" Um, it has no connection to the DCEU in any. Yeah, like, not, that, you know, I saw, but I mean, I'm not really the best one to tell, but I mean, I didn't see anything. Um, so. There was zero links at all that was linking it to the bigger DC universe. Um, it sets up a sequel, which we will get to, but um, in no way, I mean, uh, Matt Reeves already has come out and said, like, in his universe, Superman does not exist. He does not want, like, space type shit in his universe. Yeah, he wants to keep it grounded. He wants to keep it very grounded and um yeah, so I can't see this being part of the DCEU. Now whether you know WB lets this stay alone or if they force it into the DCEU. Pattinson it's is one hundred percent gonna be in the flash because this is gonna be this is gonna do well and they're gonna try to oh, no, man. I don't know how you can make it work. It's very, very grounded, and I don't know if you can have Pattinson in the Flash in, in Superman universe. I just don't think it works. I'm not saying he's going to be there forever. I'm saying there's no way they're not going to try to capitalize on it. 
Yeah, I mean, they may purposely like have him in the Flash as is a separate Earth Batman. Yeah, that, oh yeah, but, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Yeah, I, I don't know if they'll be able to bring that into the actual extended universe of of the DC universe, but yeah, um, yeah, um, Catwoman. We should talk about. I think Zoe Kravitz fucking killed it. Whoa! <laughs> All right. Well, uh, flame on, baby. Flame on. Yeah, totally. Uh, I'm a route. I'm discovering, I'm discovering filters. I liked it. I liked it. <laughs> this is the content snowing. you're missing if you're not watching the video feed. Guys, Jeez, you have Christ. to check out the... <laughs> uh, what did you think of Zoe Kravitz? Oh, my God. First of all, she's gorgeous. Oh, she's beautiful. beautiful. Uh, I love... I love the character. Like, I thought she was so cool. Yeah. And I just, uh, yeah, she's a bad bitch. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I fucking am here for that. I'm all here for that. I love the chemistry between her and, and Robert oh, Pattinson. Definitely. Like, fucking definitely. sizzling, baby. Like, it was yeah. great. It was really good. My only disappointment is, like, the one scene she had, like, a, a wrapped up whip, basically. And I really wanted to see some scenes with her, like, fucking using that whip. And, <laughs> Yeah, it, she used it kind of to like tangle a guy's foot at one point. Yes, I and remember, yeah. But it, she never really used it in a way where I was like, this is Catwoman. Like, right. I really hope that in the sequel that she comes back and like fucking full on whips. Like, I, I don't know. It just would make, make my day. I think that character yeah. is so cool. And um, she killed it. She killed it. Yeah. Uh, the. The chemistry between her and Robert Pattinson is just I know. electric. It's hot. You yeah. are electric. Yeah. Um, she seems better than Halle Berry, yes. 100%. Uh, yes, I agree. Yeah, I'm I better agree. than Halle Berry at being Catwoman. So. I, I also agree with that. Is there Can a Catwoman filter on here? Maybe there's a Catwoman filter on here. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> So the overall, I mean, I don't know how you want to go about this, but the overall story, like, I thought was really well done, really gritty, really down to earth. Very, uh, I love that he's more of a detective and less of a crime fighter in the movie. Oh, man. That's the part that I liked the best about this was, like, it was cool to, like, see the detective part of it and to see him, like, break down a case. Like, yeah. He's that. looking for evidence. He's going through the crime scene with the, with the, the Gotham City Police. He's, um, you know, he's looking for signs and he's trying to solve a mystery and you're a part of that mystery. And, you know, as the Riddler leaves clues and it slowly builds throughout the movie, you're kind of solving the case along with them. And it's done very, very well. It's, um, yeah, it's, it's the best version of Batman in a detective sense that we've ever gotten. I you know? 100% agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's. It's really well done. I love the, um, I love that car chase that we get with him and Penguin. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ, man! I was on the edge when of you see him, the whole thing. When you see him hop in that car and then you hear him like rev that engine, it was just like, "Lock, yes, here we go!" It was just great. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome, and that car is great. I guess it's like a so late cool. '60s Charger. Um, very, very cool. Yeah, I loved it. I, 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 it made me want one of those cars. So I was like, holy fuck, this is so dope. Like, yeah. Um, really love that. I really love the Batmobile. I really loved, like I said, like 
all his tech is very homemade. Like yeah. the most tech he has is like his eye cameras that like uh, um, a lens that he puts in his eye. That's basically like a video feed of what he's seeing. Um, that's probably the tech heaviest thing in the movie. Like everything yes. else is basically just like glued together parts from like a Best Buy or a source or like whatever. Like it looks very homemade. Yeah. It's um, like little gauntlets or whatever that has shit pop out of it. Yeah, and stuff. like all his gadgets are basically just very like basic. Like, yeah, yeah. Even the scene where he's jumping off the roof, like it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Like he has like the basically like a paragliding suit, suit, but it gets caught on a bridge and like he basically gets fucking smashed up on the ground. And I'm like, this is year two Batman. Like, yeah, he would not have this all figured out. Like. Yeah, he's still scared to jump off roofs. Like, he's still yeah. nervous about that. it. I but... love when he got up to that part where he's like, fuck, I gotta jump off this roof. Yeah, so like, he was like, this is not gonna go well. And he, and it it kind of goes well, and then it fucking fucks up. Yeah, and like, it doesn't go well. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, like, the car looks like, yeah, it's a souped-up car, but it's it's still just a normal car. Like, it's not exactly. the Batmobile, you know? Um, Very cool. Very cool. I agree. Um, what do you think about the Riddler? Uh, I liked the Riddler. I thought he was. I liked the like reveal that he's just some like nerdy dude. I thought that yeah. was really cool. I love the whole plot thing, and I love how it kept going after he finally got caught. Um, yeah, I definitely bought the whole like psychotic fucking crazy yeah. man behind the mask, and it's crazy. Like, I loved it. I love that. How well he did with Justin dies. Yeah, I love that first, the first scene where he's like hiding in the shadow there behind the mayor. Totally, man, that was great. I'm like, oh my god, dude, turn around. He's right fucking there. <laughs> and like a horror movie serial killer vibe, and like his eyes are basically the only thing you can see because he's wearing like a full on mask, and um. I love that. Like, I, I read an interview with him, and he basically said, like, he took the interpretation of, like, what would a serial killer do at a crime scene, and, like, he wouldn't want to leave DNA or, like, fiber from his hair or any of that stuff. So, originally, when he went in, he wrapped his face in, like, uh, like zip, uh, saran wrap or, like, fucking garbage bags or whatever. And he couldn't act that way. Like it was overheating his face and it was, he was like beat red every, every scene of dialogue that he delivered. So they came up with that mask where it would keep any fiber of his hairs within the mask and he wouldn't leave like spit DNA or anything like that. And it just really reminded me of like the Zodiac killer, like the whole time it was just like even his question mark with like the, the glyphs around it and like all the, all the glyph, um, like notes that he left behind, like it's all very, very 70s, 60s, 70s, whatever, Zodiac Killer esque stuff. And it was like, this is so cool. Yeah. Uh, I liked, um, I wonder if that reference at the end when he says to all his little followers there, like, don't forget the cling wrap or whatever. Didn't somebody say that in one of the oh. chats or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. It, it definitely reminded me of that. And like all of them saying, like, you know, what caliber of rifle should I buy or, like, whatever, where can I get this mask? Like, and then somebody replies, like, at whatever, you know, army surplus or whatever the fuck it was. That was the part for me that I was like, oh, my God, that's, like, right now. 
Like that's oh, fucking like that's, that's they purposely did that, man. Like in the left corner, it said Anon, like as an anonymous, and like that was the total QAnon vibe and 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 Trump's people vibe of like anonymous message board bullshit of like conspiracy theory. We're gonna follow this guy to the end of the earth bullshit that dumb people fucking agree with. Um, <laughs> It was totally that vibe. Our audience. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Whatever. If they're if they're believing in QAnon, I don't want them a part of our community. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it, it was terrifying because I was like, yeah, 100. percent I could see this happening. 100. percent Yeah, yeah. I I I thought it was awesome, man. It was just uh, he was a great villain again. Like I I I I am a little disappointed that like in the first Batman movie we got Riddler again. Catwoman again, Penguin again. Like that's the that's the only part that bums me out with this whole thing. Like, it's, don't get me wrong. Like they're great, and you know, this Penguin and Danny DeVito Penguin could literally not be farther from like apart from each other. They're so and that's what I was gonna say. It's like this Penguin is so much more grounded and so yeah. much more like I realistic. Man, his makeup is fucking bonkers. It's it's so, almost unrecognizable. Well, he is unrecognizable because I went to see this movie with my friend Brian and my friend Dan, and after the movie, the credits start rolling, and my friend Dan looks at me and goes, "Colin Farrell was in that movie," and I said, "Yeah, he was Penguin." And he looked at me, he goes, "No fucking way." He had no yeah. idea. Yeah, and it's crazy. He looks so. That's what I mean. He's like almost. I I say almost unrecognizable. I could see it in some scenes with his eyes. I could totally Same tell here. that it's Colin Farrell yes. in his tone of voice and, and a couple scenes where you could tell that he still kind of a little bit had that accent of Colin Farrell. But, um, yeah, I mean, he did amazing. The Penguin is easily the best. I, I, I love Danny DeVito's Penguin, but it's it's absurd and, like, comic booky and weird yes, very where book-y. this is very grounded just a mobster that's like ready to take over the, the whole mob scene and his face um, is fucked too something happened yeah to that it's guy. all scarred and <laughs> fucking fat and, and you know damaged and like yeah it, it just totally seems like something out of the sopranos or something like it's just a mobster you know i'm not gonna lie his character is the one of all of them that i was like man that dude is terrifying. Like, I would never want to run into that dude or be on his bad side. Like, he's no, just... I think oh, the sequel is going to do a lot for him. Yeah. Aren't they doing a Penguin movie, though? I don't know. I hope not, but... I really hope they don't think... stretch this into, like, stupid. Like, because if they just do them in Batman movies and just slowly progress the story forward, I would be so down with that. Totally. I, I don't think they should do a Penguin spinoff, for sure. I definitely think... I thought I heard that, but I mean, I don't follow that kind of Maybe. shit. Maybe. I, I, I didn't notice it, but... Um, no, if you... I, okay, so, like, spoilers for the end of the movie. Again, we're deep in spoilers, but they tease Joker as the next villain, kind of, of the next movie. You know, he uh, Riddler gets captured and put in Arkham Asylum, and his cellmate... Not cellmate. His next cell over guy is the Joker and basically sets it up that Joker is going to be kind of a part of the next movie and I really really hope that's not the case and I really Me hope too. that the Joker stays in Arkham and is just kind of toying with mobsters and villains behind the scenes and is not a huge part of the next movie because um, I think Penguin 
and would be really cool as like a main villain of the next movie. Same just here. brought up to ten, and then maybe have as another long as he side. Has little penguins with little rockets on their back, like in Batman Begin and Batman Returns. No. <laughs> Imagine that's just uh, what happens at the end. It just turns like into a whole fucking cartoon. They all pull out umbrellas with guns at the end and just like, yeah, yeah it's, no. I mean, I have not seen Batman Returns in a long time. I, I'm going to rewatch it, but it just, yeah, I always felt that movie was so ridiculous and cheesy and I really it's hope they keep the grounded route of this, but, um, I think it would be great if they like added like poison Ivy or something like that as a, a second oh, yeah. side character. And really gave like Catwoman comes back into the picture and kind of has like her villain and Batman kind of has his villain with the penguin and it kind of comes together in some kind of cohesive story and just keeps great. tying like Joker in the background as like somebody manipulating behind the scenes. I think would be great because I just really did don't... that with Joker like once or twice in a movie, like the next one, even and the one after that, and then finally the yeah. last one is. You know what I mean? Like, no, I totally like, agree. To me, I would love to get the the breadcrumb version of it. Like, like again, do it like Marvel does. Like, yeah, you know. That being said, speaking of Marvel, I will say it was definitely refreshing to see something that wasn't so family friendly. Uh, that also being said, when I got done with it, I was like, I really want to watch Daredevil. Like it. Like, if that movie could have been an R and we could have seen a bit more blood and a bit more, like, realistic fight, like, some serious, totally. like, some bloodshed and fight, that would have taken that movie over the top. I really wish it wasn't PG-13 and it was R yeah. because there were so many scenes that could have been really, really horrific. And they they either, like, fog the screen or, like, kind of turn, pan the camera away. Um and yeah, it definitely could have brought like the the horror and the the tense feeling up to like eleven if there was more brutality in the movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, but obviously they want this movie to make mega amounts of money, and yes. I have a feeling it's going to do really really well. So, do we know where they're at at this point or no? Is there any? I uh, know that any... in previews, it, I think it made. I want to say it was twenty five million, but I don't remember. But. Apparently the budget was between 180 and 200 million, so they're going to have to um, do pretty well this weekend. But I have a feeling it's going to be around 150 million probably the weekend. But who knows? Interesting. I'm just looking to see if there's any if there's anything that on the usual site. You can go to the website Box Office Mojo. Box Office Mojo. It's a very good box office site that gives you basically whatever movies made for the weekend, upcoming movies. So I I check that website like once a week usually. So worldwide, Um, oh, that's. It may not have it posted yet, but usually it has. Yeah, it usually has early previews of like whatever it made, but um, it's gonna do well. I mean, it's it. My my theater was pretty full. I know a bunch of the theaters were sold out this weekend, so I have a feeling it's gonna make some money. You know. Nice. Um, I liked it a lot. I thought it was fucking so I I love the fighting. I love the story. I love the Riddlers. That one, like, even, like, his little saw, like, little traps, like, that second guy who he puts the fucking rat cage on, the rats, like, eat his face or whatever. Very soft. Dude, what the fuck? Very soft. Yeah. You definitely, they definitely took a, uh, uh, out of Zodiac and Saw, like, it's basically... The combination of the two. Yeah. Um, really cool. Um, 
yeah, I, I, I'm excited to see where it goes. I love the idea of like the city being flooded and being cut off from the rest of civilization and shit like that. Yeah, like, that I think they could too. do, yeah, I think they could do some really cool sequel things with that where like the rest of America or whatever cannot really like help them. Like there's a big crime element in the city and it's kind of cut off from the rest of civilization. I think that's cool. Yeah. Um, what the <laughs> fuck? That's terrifying. Don't ever do that. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> See, this content is just, it, it looks super weird because the rest of your hair is gray and that mustache was like super brown and it just, yeah. yeah. The content you guys miss if you're not watching the video version of the podcast, I tell you. Just gems. You just guys gems. are missing out. You're missing out on all the goods. No uh, yeah, so overall, I would give it a very high mark. I would give it like a nine, nine and a half out of ten. Like, I, I loved it. I think it was phenomenal. Yeah, I, 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 uh, I write up there with you. I think it's probably eight and a half, nine out of ten for me, probably. It was really yeah. good. I really like that. I'm actually really, really looking good. forward to seeing where they go next. So, so next question for you is, if you could pick the next villain we get from the next, if we get another villain introduced, who do you want? Or who do you think would work in this? That's the problem is, like, it's so grounded that a lot of the villains are very hard to do in this universe. Like, you could not do a Mr. Freeze in this universe. It just would not work. I mean... I guess I don't really know enough about the character to say, but I mean, from a design level, I feel like you could pretty much do anything because like, it's not like this Riddler has in any way similar to the Riddler that's in the comics, at least to my knowledge anyway, which is extremely limited. But I mean, like we don't, I don't think that we've ever seen Riddler in like a bomber jacket and a fucking. No, but right. I mean, he's always been like the the dude that leaves riddles behind. That's kind of like leaving. Well, sure, you know, but that's the character. But that's what I'm saying. Is you yes, but like Mr. Freeze uses a freeze gun. It just doesn't work. Like, right? It's right. it's but, too but absurd. Don't you think you could find a way to like make it make sense? Like, what if it's a uh, someone who's bent on like trying to recreate like the Ice Age or something crazy, like? All it needs is like it's the just right still twist. too far fetched. I know it is still pretty far fetched, but I would go if they're gonna do a sequel. Um, I'd probably do the Court of Owls storyline, where basically it's Gotham's elite was basically in like a um, Illuminati type situation where they're controlling events behind the scenes. They kind of set that up in this movie where. Bruce Wayne's parents and the Arkham family were very much um, kind of corrupt. And yeah, I thought that um, was interesting. Yeah, it's a, it's definitely a different take. Um, is they, um, is is Bruce Wayne's mom's maiden name Arkham? Like, is that is that in the stories? Because I've never I never knew that if that was like an ongoing. I don't thing. think so. Uh, I'm pretty sure the two separate families um, in the comics, uh, like. So in in the Telltale video games, they did a storyline where basically Bruce's parents were um, very corrupt and like basically criminals, and he didn't know that. And they, he like in the the second, I think it's the second Telltale game. Um, 
Joker and Batman were kind of like growing up friends and kind of like drifted apart and and like that's kind of why the Joker was kind of um criminally insane was like he kind of everybody around him kind of left him um and then he kind of comes back into Bruce's life later on in life kind of thing um I definitely feel like they're gonna push on that criminal aspect of Wayne's family and that you know just because he's from this wealthy family doesn't mean that his his parents did were good people or necessarily doing the best thing they could for for um you know Gotham or whatever but um I don't know I I it, you have to do something very grounded like even if you did poison ivy I think you'd have to take it in a route of like um kind of like a a serial killer that uses poisons to to you know attack you know some kind of you know even if she's like a thief of some sort that uses like some kind of poison you know attack or whatever like you'd have to do it in a grounded way and then maybe that attracts Catwoman back into the city and you have that kind of as a storyline of like Selena's fighting Poison Ivy while Bruce is trying to take down the Penguin or something like that that'd be cool um, I'd be down with that I don't know how you do like something like Bane although that I one feel like scene more realistically doable than something like I mean definitely more than like Killer Croc or anything like that totally but like that one scene where where near the end of the movie where Bruce gets hit with that shotgun and then he ejects yeah. himself with um that like thing that and it's like oh, yeah. I don't I know if that was like, like an, I thought maybe that would have been like an ep, like one of those epipens that gives you like that jump of adrenaline maybe yeah it could be adrenaline but it also could be venom and they could be setting up that whole but like Bane storyline of Bane basically like I mean they kind of did it in Batman and Robin less so in the Nolan movies but like. He's basically like a venom addict that like he injects himself with this like drug that makes him like crazy basically, and that's where he right. gets his strength from. Um, and that that could be the route of like Bruce is using that kind of to like bring him back into the fight, and there's a character that finds that out and and injects it like tenfold or twentyfold, and it's become like this hulking monster. Um, That'd be kind of cool. Like, oh shit. Um, that could be interesting, but I almost knocked over my entire table. Um, oh, Jesus. Yeah, I don't know. You'd have to keep it grounded. So it has yeah. to it has to stay within realism. It has to be gritty. It, it's going to be a lot of, like, gangstery shit, I feel. Um, yeah, I don't know if you have anything to add to that. But. Um, no, I mean, if I could, like, for me to pick a character, I don't... I guess it's hard for me because it's all, literally for me it's all aesthetic like because I just don't know the characters right but um, you know I think you could probably do something fun with Scarecrow if you're going to kind of keep it as like serial yeah. killery you could have someone that like you know has I don't know leaves a Scarecrow yes, or something. I don't fucking know well, they, maybe they like take takes it. pieces from their his victims and like make, sews them into like the mask or something I don't fucking know like Sure. I mean, creepy. You could do it in a way where, I mean, we're already seeing that Batman uses fear on his victims. That's the whole point of the bat signal in this movie. Is like, yeah, they talk about like even if he's not around, it just it being in the sky kind of puts fear in the, his in in the criminals' hearts. 
and they're less likely to go into the shadows because they're scared of what's lurking in the shadows. And right. you take that to, you know, the next level of like a criminal that's using that against Batman is like Scarecrow's hiding in the, you know, in the shadows and he uses some kind of chemical to um, make people hallucinate, you know, and, and cause, you know, mania in the streets or whatever, like, or he develops a new drug that, you know, instead of, like in this movie, everybody's taking these drops. They, yeah. Oh, they're drop heads and whatever. You could take that to the next level where the drops are even more hallucinogenic and it's causing people to kind of lose their minds in the streets or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, and Scarecrow uses that to his advantage. Like, you gotta make it more grounded, but he could be just like this drug fiend that, you know, is pushing drugs on the streets instead of like, you know, a bag over his head, Scarecrow-esque right. Nolan Burton or whatever, you know. I guess in in some ways, though, they kind of have done that with the Nolan one, right? I mean, that's not really that far off the Nolan one, and the Nolan one was sure. pretty grounded. Like, the Scarecrow mask was used as something when he drugged his enemies and or his victims or whatever, right? So sure. it's like kind of... But again, off. it's... It's also kind of silly, like, oh, I'm going to lace the drinking water with drugs. Like, it's still very comic booky, Goony, yeah, for sure. Yeah, where, like, this could be even more, like, of, like, a realistic, like, take on, like, what's happening with, like, heroin and fentanyl yes, modern day. Point. Like, of just, like, pushing it in the streets. Like, he's just a, a dealer in the streets, and he's, yeah. he's, he's taking advantage of the, the needy and poor in the streets by pushing these drugs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good, good point. That'd be a good idea I mean, for sure. It, there's a lot of different routes they could go. I'm very interested. I can't wait. I hope. I don't know if you know this. Oh, dog. Um, the end credits of the movie, I guess, has like a website. Yeah, that it's you like a Riddler to. thing. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess it's it's heating up right now online that uh, people think this is going to link out to something that's going to tease the next movie. Interesting. So well, I guess if you go to the website, there's like a um, basically from the movie yeah, of like a cryptic screen, the black and green. Well, it has all like the the cryptic letters and oh, shit. Okay, okay. For people to solve what's happening, but there's also like a countdown on the website, so people think that it's going to link to something eventually and tease whatever they're going to do next or whatever. So. It's kind of like a meta game going on right now on their website, so cool. we could see. I don't know. Yeah, I just realized so, that my comments haven't been moving, so I'm not sure if uh, just there hasn't been activity or anything. But like, uh, sorry if anybody's saying anything. I'm not. Sometimes this happens with my phone. I don't know why. Where it's like the yeah, comments it's stop happening with me right now too. So my apologies if uh, I'm missing anybody. I think we're done anyway. So I think we're done. I loved it. I I I recommend it. it. I loved it, and I think all my friends screenshotted it when I said that, because they're like, you're not supposed to like DC stuff. I'm so glad that you liked it, because if you hated it, I would have been so mad at you. I was worried you weren't going to like it, but I was like, once I saw it, because I saw it before Ryan did, and once I got out, I was like, Ryan's going to like this, because it's exactly what we were promised from the trailers. Totally. And it's, it's, like, there was no deviation from it. Like, it was still had surprises and everything. I mean, but it was just like I ex- I was expecting to get like a more detective-esque, grounded version of Batman, and that's exactly yep. what we got from the car totally. suit 
to just everything, right? Like, it's yep. awesome. I also really liked his relationship with Alfred a lot, too. I thought it was really cool. And I liked how at the end he was like, you lied to me about his parents having that guy killed or whatever, right? And it's just, yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I think it's a different take on Alfred, and he, he like taught Bruce kind of how to fight and stuff, it seems like, from the movie. And yeah. um, I think that's a cool take on Alfred. And it, it, although Alfred lied to him about his parents, he also was the father figure in Bruce's life. So it's kind of, it gives him kind of a love hate relationship with Alfred, where it's not. He doesn't trust him fully yet, and it's. I think that their relationship's going to develop over the next couple movies. Where yeah, man, you know, um, get some growth. Interesting casting on that one, though. Totally, it's not the. It's not one that I. I mean, I. I thought it was weird from the beginning, and I like even after I'm like, yeah, I don't know if he was the best cast for that. I still like the dynamic, but I don't know if he was the. It's interesting. I don't know. It. I like. I, I didn't mind it, but. You know, compared to Nolan's version of Alfred, like mm, can't be Michael Caine. Like let's get serious here. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like I love Michael Caine, so Me too. It's hard, but I liked it. I enjoyed it. I I did not like it, but um, is it my favorite version of Alfred? No, but same. What about the suit? I know we both talked about how grounded and we liked the grounded part, but I love that his batarangs were inside the emblem on his suit. That's very cool. I just like awesome. that his suit is just a suit. Like, it's not a... It's yeah. not like this, like, muscle suit. <laughs> like, no, it's just bulletproof. Yeah. Kevlar, cool. or probably, or whatever. And Yeah. Yeah. It's, it makes me want one. It's funny, because, uh, like, after seeing it, I'm like, man, if Mafex puts out uh, uh, Robert Pattinson Batman there's a super strong chance I will buy that because I'm just like, he, as an action figure is, he looks like he would be perfect for as an action figure. Like the design, the problem is, is that toy so well, if they make that, I will also buy that. And that's, that's not great. 120 bucks. Bye. And you'll have to wait for like a year and a half to get it, which is even worse. Yeah, I just see myself buying a lot of toys if they release them from this this version of the movie. Well, go check out the McFarlane ones. They're definitely in your price range. And I mean, they're they're not for me. But if they're for you, then... I mean, the advantage for you is you don't have Marvel Legends and all the stuff that's better than McFarlane figures, which in my opinion is the majority of things. But you don't have the good stuff to really look at as experience. Like if you get these, these might just blow your minds away. You should look into it. Just look on Amazon. They're probably like 22 bucks or 24 bucks. It'd be cheap. I'll look. Yeah. I know they've released Batman, Selena, Riddler, and Batman with his motorcycle, I think. Mm, that's a $80 purchase that I think may happen. Go look at it. Check it out. Yeah, I'll it check it out after you. Fall. It might be for you. Yeah. Um, yeah. The uh, other thing I forgot to mention was how much I liked the guy who played Jim Gordon. I like this version of Jim Gordon a lot. Yes, you're right. It's really good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, obviously, I, uh, Gordon's very important to the franchise, and um, he did a good job. He was very, um, again, grounded and, and definitely like just like detective mode, like, the police force, Batman helping 
guy that you should be of like, yeah, we're going to solve this mystery together. And I, I trust you. Yeah. Cool. I love that he was always on the crime scene too. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I loved it. I, like I said, I, this is a movie I would go see again because I, I enjoyed it that much. So. Yeah. I, I, if the opportunity comes up and someone's like, Oh, do you want to go see that? I'd probably go see it again. Yeah. So I went by myself Bob, this week. So, well, I would have seen it with you if you lived not the other side of the country. We could have done D box together. Mm-hmm. Hit the brakes. <laughs> no, no, I'm gonna pass. It was great, man. It was really good. All right, well, that's the end of the episode. I hope everybody right. enjoyed it. That's our discussion on the Batman. And if you didn't like it, well, sorry. Yeah, say. then you can go fuck yourself. No, I'm just kidding. You can have an opinion, I guess. I guess. <laughs> I guess. Um, I'm just kidding. Yeah, if you're not, follow at Customs by Matthew on Instagram. Go to his YouTube channel. Follow him there. He's got Go a on YouTube. It's community. way more important. I don't even know yeah. where I'm at. I haven't looked for the last couple of days. Voting on voting community on YouTube and uh, his lives on Wednesday are always a fun hang with his community. So, check that out. subscribers. There you go, buddy. There you, you go. You could be 139. Fuck. I wish I was 139, but I'm already number one, so. I know you are. Um, but yeah, follow us here on Instagram at Custom by Matthew at Blue Smoke Media. You can follow us on YouTube. You can follow us on Spotify or whatever podcast service you use. Um, yeah. And our art is done by J. Miller. And like, subscribe, post, comment, whatever. We will return your messages if you feel the need to comments and like and all that stuff. Other than that, Wednesday, Wednesday for Work in Progress Wednesday Live on YouTube. Mm, mm, mm. Join Matt on Wednesday and tune in next Friday when we come back and we'll have some topic for you. I don't know what it will be. Live it's going to be an hour of just this. Mm. Hey, did you see that video of that kid doing the Peter Parker from Spider-Man 3 dance? Yes. Oh my god. I laughed so hard. (laughs) Kids. Kids, you love them. There's something. (laughs) Uh, That's it. Thanks everyone for watching. Come back next week. And thank you, sir. You're welcome, sir. I'm glad you like Batman. I'm glad I liked it too. Next is Doctor Strange. Damn straight. Peace out, homie. Later, dude.